the humanities and social sciences. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Over the Humanities and the Social Sciences, the hashtag hashtag podcast. I'm Marco Cimino, and this episode will be a little bit different to what we're used to having on the podcast. Uh, rather than me having a chat to a guest, I'll be joined by Martin Plus and Lee Hancock, who will be um, going through geography in much more of a uh, teach-meet style um, presentation. Martin will be talking about strategies to bring local geography into the classroom, whereas Lee will be talking about his passion for geography, tech integration, and uh, PBL in Geography Classroom. My name is Martin Pluis, and I've taught in four independent schools since the 1980s, and I've tried to be at the leading edge of using technology to enhance learning. You can find me on Twitter via at Plu, P-L-U, and my email is martinpluis at gmail.com if you wish to contact me. Since December 2015, I've attended all but a handful of Hornsby Council meetings as an observer, which has really helped my understanding of my local geography. Increasingly, I'm incorporating what I have learnt into my lessons, which to my surprise is a lot more than I thought would be the case. If you go to page 88 in the um, NESA New South Wales Geography Syllabus for the topic Changing Places, the first section of the content covers um, urban environments where we were in part need to investigate rural and urban comparisons, features of urban areas such as population, housing, construction, employment, services and facilities, and the advantages and disadvantages of urban living. This podcast is going to focus on a few lessons I wish to share with you based on this topic. Firstly, in my case, um, I'm teaching girls. They were given a simplified topographic map and provided instructions that said they would design a township, taking into account and including the residential, commercial, industrial and recreational needs for a new village, which is to be located 30 kilometres from the main city. To give the girls an indication of where this would be, I described where that sort of distance is would, would be from Sydney CBD. So they were into the Shire to the south, just before Liverpool and Penrith to the southwest and west respectively, and around Barara to the north. Secondly, in a follow-up lesson, the groups presented their maps. I tried to provide a good, humoured, critical evaluation of the maps they presented. The angle I took was to look at the realism of the scale, the size and the location of the features they put on the map. We had a good laugh at the location of the school on the top of a mountain with no roads and the location of a township on one side of the river and the residential on the other side of the river and the girls had a good laugh when I asked where was the bridge so they could get home. In relation to the scale, with a bit more guidance, the students saw that it was not realistic to have a pool drawn to the size of the neighbouring CBD according to the scale. I also took the opportunity to give a quick lesson on the best way to shade maps. Thirdly, we used Canvas at school and I set up a discussion board question which said the government had provided you as a local councillor $100,000 to spend on the village. I set up the discussion board in a way that I could not see other submissions until they made their posts. This time around, in trying to make it more realistic, I told them about a recent Hornsby Council meeting where they released the operational budget for 2018 and the money was spent in four areas of focus to make Hornsby Shire livable, sustainable, productive and collaborative. Now they had the 100,000k to spend on one of these four areas in their village 
and they were required to identify what they would spend the money on and justify the expenditure and to provide two reasons why they picked that feature, e.g. sustainability. Fourthly, after about 15 minutes of the discussion activity, we peered, discussion board activity, we peer marked as a group the different responses and identified a lack of detail and structure in their responses, which I hoped would be the case. So next I gave them access to a PowerPoint which identified the subheadings to livable, sustainable, productive and collaborative Hornsby. And I asked them to open up Inspiration on their laptops, which is a mind mapping program. Now they were to map out each of their focus areas using the Hornsby Council subheading as examples. Finally, the next step was to rewrite the proposal for the spending of the $100,000, where the students clearly identified the focus area and used each subheading as a follow-up sentence to support their reasons for their spending and to provide support for their choice of focus area. This secondary activity linked to the realism of the Hornsby Council for focus areas really improved their understanding and their writing. In conclusion, the approach went over a few lessons. It was clear they were building an increasing understanding of the key components of an urban village, the different functions, the need to establish priorities of spending. In terms of geographical skills, the students gained a realistic application of mapping, especially a realism around scale, direction and the location services in a particular topography in this case with mountains, a valley, a river and a floodplain. The other benefit of the lesson, lessons were, was to prov provide improvement in their writing and the use of real-world geographical examples. As a suggestion for the teachers listening, I suggest that you go to your local council websites and find the business papers. They are normally released 10 days before the next council meeting, or just do a Google search business papers in the council's name. These will provide you with top shelf maps and statistics for your school's local geography and the framework to guide students to do the same sort of research for the suburb in which they live. In my case, I found this particularly useful for the boarders and helping them to engage in local geography of where they live. If you have any queries, you can contact me on Twitter as Plu, but also on Facebook as Plu Runs. That's where I also post on geography and running and other things. Feel free to contact me at any stage you like. Okay, bye for now. Hi there, my name's Lee Hancock and I'm a geography teacher from St. Columba Anglican School in Port Macquarie. Uh, I'm a geography teacher, but also uh, trained as a history teacher. And I've been teaching at St. Columba for two and a bit years now. I came from Kempsey Adventist School previous to that, where I was head of faculty um, in my third year of teaching. So Marco's asked me to, I guess, share a little bit about what I do in my classroom, some of the things that I really push for as a teacher. And uh, yeah, I just want to share a little bit with you guys today. Um, so I work at St. Columba. It's in uh, beautiful Port Macquarie. And yeah, as I was saying, um, even though I'm history geography trained, all for the humanities, uh, I currently only teach geography. So geography from years eight to 11 at the moment. And last year I taught HSC. So what are my, what are some of my passions as a geography teacher? You know, I love the world in which we live. I think building that understanding of this world uh, through uh, student knowledge and understanding, but also the relevance of, of geography. I think um, geography's got this 
cultural issue. It's got this image problem. And, uh, you know, that's developed over many, many years. You might say, why is that developed? And I guess it's because it's been considered as one of these, yeah, maybe less important, least thought about um, subjects where, oh, you know, you're an English teacher, but uh, uh, we need to make up some of your load so you can teach some junior geography. And that, that passion from the teachers mightn't have been there. And that's not their fault. You know, they, they're experts in their field and they unfortunately get uh, this topic. And it's developed to be, I think, over many years, this subject that maybe some people haven't really wanted to teach. So I think in any subject, that passion from the teacher is super important. I am so passionate about my, my subject because it's the world in which we live. It's the people, it's the places and all their interactions. And we see our world uh, being shaped by people each and every day, both on a, a micro scale but on a macro scale as well. And we're talking about climate change. You know, that's the most challenging thing that our, our world faces. It will have um, impacts through all different spheres, you know, uh, economic, um, cultural, social, physical. So I'm super passionate, you know, and I think that that's important. That's a, a core focus uh, for me is to, I guess, be authentic in, in what I teach. And it's it's hard to, hard to fake passion and students can see right through it. So I'm also going to talk to you today a little bit, give you a bit of brief overview of some of other, my other passion areas, and I think the yeah the integration of technologies, and particularly spatial technologies in geography. Um, I I guess I'd probably consider myself a bit of a nerd in that way, but you know nerds are taking over. They're nerds rule the world, and um, uh, technologies and tools um, are super important. Obviously, they're mandated in our curriculum, but Again, it's about using these tools and developing that knowledge and understanding with, with our students and showing them that, hey, these tools can build our understanding and solve these problems. So I've tried to integrate um, geospatial technologies, GIS, uh, and in year eight, we've, I've just um, finished teaching a, a topic where students had to, it was a problem-based or project-based learning uh, unit where students had to work with a, uh, a local landowner to develop a, a disaster management plan that used and integrated geospatial technologies to, I guess, uh, plan for and prepare for these types of disasters. So that built students' understandings. It got them to use one of these tools in a practical and authentic manner. Um, like with every new thing, it had its successes, it had its challenges, but without taking those risks, without doing those new things, you know, we'd be doing the same old thing and the same old thing just isn't good enough. Um, it just isn't engaging our students and it isn't equipping with equip, equipping them <laughs> with the skills that they need for the future. So yeah, I, I try to challenge myself, you know, I'm... Uh, I might be might be a little bit ADHD and probably am, but uh, in the way that I teach, you know, um, integrating new things, not being, I guess, not being content uh, with with how I teach and always striving to do the next thing. And you know, it might mean that I I drive myself into the wall sometimes. But you know what? That's I'm happy to happy to um, push in that way. And I think if um, you know if we don't do that, you know, we're just doing the same old thing, and then it's not enough. So yeah, some uh, talking about that, you know, talking about that unit, that PBL unit, um, 
we've reshaped our whole stage four geography program. Um, we essentially chopped up the curriculum and I'm a little bit scared about this because we've got registration next year, but uh, I'm assured by our head of faculty and uh, obviously he's an experienced geography teacher as well that we're still meeting all the the um, the outcomes, the content points, we're integrating all the skills. We just follow a thematic uh, flow in our units rather than just using the units as they are. So we have these themes that flow through year eight geography from, um, we've got a unit on bikes uh, where we integrate livability, land management, etc. Um, all coming back to bikes, uh, push bikes. So we take our students out to local mountain bike park. They do an investigation into um, the sustainability of local mountain bike trails. They learn about some of these skills while you know, being out there in the field, looking at uh, a local resource that they use, but integrating some of these geography concepts and, and tools while still meeting all the outcomes and uh, content requirements as we need to. So yeah, risk taking again. I'm a little bit scared, as I said, registration next year, but I'm sure with a bit of hard work and uh, you know, uh, a, uh, a collaborative team environment where we review and check and make sure that uh, we've done everything that will be fine. PBL, you know, PBL is one of these things. We're integrating it slowly year in, um, year by year at our school. It definitely has its benefits and I see it as an authentic um, learning experience, but it also has its challenges as well. And it's, um, I guess, that reflective uh, practice of looking at what those challenges are and um, making those changes as need be for the future is where PBL is sort of going at our school. Um, again, like I said before, I don't like to stand still, be ADHD. Um, I like to be busy, but I also like to, to challenge myself. And um, last year I branched out a little bit. Um, I uh, started my own blog, uh, my own website, Facebook uh, page and, and uh, Twitter as well. And it's called Gen Y Educator. And you can find it at genyeducator.com. And I guess, yeah, this is part of my teaching Um I struggled and have struggled for many years as a teacher. I you know, struggled with um, some mental health issues and that type of thing, but also some of the challenges that you guys probably um, face every day as a teacher as well. And this idea um, and challenge that I had, I wanted to leave the profession. I wanted to be one of those people that said, mm, I've had enough of teaching. I've done a few years. Of, you know, I've saw, seen what it's like and, yeah, I don't know if it's for me. And for many months, I struggled with that. I, I you know, looked all over the internet, and jobs for, for um, teachers or, you know, that don't want to teach anymore. But my wife really encouraged me. She said, you know what, you're struggling with things that are bigger than just teaching. You're struggling with things that um, many, many people do at your age and it's okay to look elsewhere. But um, I guess, yeah, consider that it's more than just... Um, just what you face each day, you know, um, and I've, I've, um, yeah, I guess I've come a long way in, in a couple of years and have addressed some things, but I, I really wanted to, to share that as well. And I think through sharing, which this Gen Y Educator uh, project of mine is about sharing, that there are so many people out there, so many passionate, talented young teachers who are, you know, they're educating the future, but because of a lack of support and a lack of um, collaboration and a lack of working together with other people, um, whether that be, uh, you know, within the school or um, outside of the school gates, 
people just leave too early. You know, we're depriving our our young people, our our future, of these um, talented people. And I think you know, I remember those those passionate young teachers being some of the most influential when I was a student. And I want to stick around. I want to be there for for the students. I want to continue to share and. Um, yeah, have a read at Gemway Educator. If you've ever thought that maybe teaching isn't for me, have a flick through some of those. I do some profiles of, of young teachers and, um, you know, passionate young educators. And I want to see those people um, continuing to influence the, um, the lives of young people. So that's what that little project's about. Um, yeah, so that's me. I'm a passionate geography teacher. Uh, I'm super keen on technology and I I want to remain a teacher, even though it has all these challenges. So uh, thanks for this opportunity, and I, I look forward to, to listening to you guys get involved in this Oh, The Humanities podcast, obviously um, curated by Marco. And um, shout out to Marco for doing this as well. It's super important to share and collaborate and, you know, be a community. It's something that we don't do all that often as teachers. So this is Lee Hancock from Port Macquarie signing out and thanks very much. See you soon. Thank you for listening. To continue the conversation, find us on Twitter at hashtag HouseChat. This podcast is part of the Australian Educators Online Network. AEON.net.au